0: Today by Brigadier General Janine Burkhead of the Maryland National Guard and William Huffner, the Chief Medical Officer and Senior Vice President of Medical Affairs at UM Shore Regional Health. Uh, We're here uh, at the location of one of our new hospital-based testing sites, which is currently under construction. uh, In order to meet the rising demand for testing and to divert people away From visiting hospital emergency rooms just to get COVID tests. Last week we announced the launch of the first 10 new testing sites and eight of those locations are already uh, fully operational and the remaining two sites are going to open tomorrow. In addition to this site uh, here at Eastern Memorial, uh, today I'm pleased to announce uh, five more uh, hospital-based testing sites including Tidal Health in Wicomico County, Garrett Regional Medical Center, Holy Cross Germantown Hospital in Montgomery County, uh, Howard County General Hospital, and Baltimore Washington Medical Center in Anne Arundel County. Our team is working around the clock to launch these sites Uh, in the coming days. They are all expected to be fully operational by uh, the end of next week. Um, As with the 10 sites that we opened last week, All six of these new locations will also be open seven days a week and uh, they're going to help us keep our already strained emergency rooms and hospitals from getting overrun with people who are just trying to get a test. Uh, Maryland has now completed uh, more than 17 million COVID-19 tests. Uh, We're administering an average of 63,000 tests every single day. Uh, which is one of the highest testing rates in America. Now, as we continue to ramp up testing across the state, we are redoubling our efforts to protect our most vulnerable residents who live in nursing homes, and nearly 70% of Maryland nursing homes are now currently reporting positive COVID-19 cases among residents and staff. Uh, While we want people to continue to be able to visit their loved ones, uh, we will do everything in our power to ensure that they can do so safely. The Maryland Department of Health is issuing an order today, which requires all staff, volunteers, and vendors uh, who are regularly in the facility, regardless of their vaccination status, to be tested twice a week whenever community transmission is high. In addition, all visitors will need to provide a proof of a negative test, or to be tested at the facility with a rapid test prior to entering. This order will go into effect next week, and we will be working closely with nursing homes across the state to make sure that all of the necessary testing resources uh, are available to them free of charge. In addition, over the next few days, the Maryland National Guard will begin distributing courses of remdesivir which is one of the therapeutic treatments uh, which is effective against the Omicron variant uh, to institutional pharmacies that directly serve nursing homes. From day one of this crisis, uh, we have taken unprecedented actions to bring our entire public health arsenal to bear against this virus. This includes procuring and distributing hundreds of millions of gowns, masks, and other PPE. Those efforts are continuing as we battle the current surge of the Omicron variant. And we know that Omicron is four to five times more transmissible than Delta and other previous variants of the virus. It is now the dominant strain in Maryland. According to our newest data, more than 95% of our state's most recent COVID-19 cases are the Omicron variant. Uh, To withstand this wave, we are encouraging Marylanders to continue doing the things that can keep us safe. Getting vaccinated and boosted, avoiding crowds, keeping your distance, washing your hands, and wearing masks or face coverings when appropriate. Fortunately, Marylanders have followed the public health guidance more than in most other places. We continue to be one of the most vaccinated states in America. We have now administered over 10.6 million COVID-19 vaccines and 92.9% of all Maryland adults have been vaccinated. And without any state mandate, uh, we are ranked better than 45 other states uh, for the percentage of people wearing masks. Uh, Next to getting uh, boosted, vaccinated, and a booster shot, wearing masks is one of the best mitigation strategies that we have. And KN95 and N95 masks provide additional infection protection uh, compared to cloth and uh, general use face masks. So today, we want to make it even easier for Marylanders to have that extra layer of protection. So the Maryland Department of Health, with the help of the Maryland National Guard, will begin distributing 20 million N95 and KN95 masks all across the state at no cost through multiple channels. Uh, beginning next week, N95 and KN95 masks will be made available uh, free of charge through local health departments and at all state-run testing and vaccination sites. The Vaccine Equity Task Force, led by General Burkhead, We'll also partner with community organizations, including the NAACP, to distribute N95 and KN95 masks into the community. Uh, Masks will also be distributed to nursing homes all across the state uh, and to all state agencies for their employees. Uh, We will keep taking uh, actions to address this problem. And we are, again, urging Marylanders to remain vigilant so that together we can continue leading the nation with our health and economic recovery. Uh, Now, at this time, I'm going to turn the podium over to uh, General Janine Burkhead to discuss uh, their ongoing efforts to get COVID-19 tests and vaccines out to uh, -to hard-to-reach communities.
1: Hi, good afternoon. Thank you, Governor Hogan. Good afternoon, all. Since Governor Hogan's appointment of the Vaccine Equity Task Force, we have worked nonstop with local health departments and community stakeholders to bridge the health divide throughout the state and increase Marylanders' access to the vaccine. We recently expanded our mission to include test sites at Anne Arundel and Upper Chesapeake. Since October 2021, the Equity Task Force has administered over tens of thousands of pediatric and adult boosters, distributed hundreds of test kits, and completed thousands of tests at both of the sites that I mentioned. We are now adding the distribution of N95 and KN95 to the equity task force clinics. The equity task force will continue to do all we can do by adding testing to our toolbox and max distribution. But we will still adhere to our first charge, and that is of equity and putting vaccine to arms of the community. We will continue to serve the sites throughout the state Libraries, faith-based institutions, nursing homes, community centers, and after-school clinics. If you haven't already done so, now is the time to consider getting your booster, your first shot, or your second dose of COVID vaccine. I want to thank the local health departments for working tirelessly with the vaccine distribution and now with the testing efforts. The Equity Task Force could not do it without them and their guidance. And thank you to Governor Hogan. The Equity Task Force stands ready to support and amplify all efforts. Please let us know how we can be of assistance. Thank you.
2: My remarks are going to be very brief. At the University of Maryland Medical System, we're seeing over 800 patients now hospitalized with COVID-19. At Shore Regional Health, nearly 50 patients are in our hospitals. At this time. This is probably almost double of what we had seen in the past in terms of the, the total number of patients hospitalized. My biggest message of course is reflecting what uh, the governor and the general said having to do with becoming vaccinated and boosted, social distancing, mask-wearing, and obviously good hand hygiene. But I would be remiss if I failed to express sincere appreciation first and foremost On behalf of our patients, the entire Shore Regional Health team that includes our CEO and chairman of the board, but thank you to the governor and to the general for their leadership and their proactive strategies to help bring the pandemic to a close. And, ladies and gentlemen, without that collaboration and leadership, we would not be as successful as we are. Thank you very much.
0: Well, thank you very much, doctor and general. Uh, And with that, uh, we'd be happy to take a few questions i mentioned earlier uh we're number five in america on mask wearing and uh we're much better than most of the states who have uh, mandates so uh, i don't think we have any reason to change strategy since we're one of the best in the country and better than 45 other states you know i think it's doing really well it's in different places doing different things but uh, i know there was a you know huge uh, crowd at uh, laurel hospital which was one of the first ones where we we did a press conference uh week or so ago uh, just to announce the program. They're getting a lot of uh, people through there. I know at Upper Chesapeake, uh, they uh, they said there was a 72% reduction in the number of people in the emergency room because they're getting tested at the site out in front of the hospital as opposed to going into the emergency room to get tested. And that really was the, you know, we wanted to get people, one was there's a huge increase in demand for testing, 63,000 a day. It's back to like close to what it was at the very peak of the crisis before. We had been down to just a few thousand a day, Uh, so it's a huge increase. We're now able to help manage that, but it's also really taken a load off the hospitals who are so overloaded and overwhelmed, and I just want to take a a moment. I know there's a lot of people here uh, who are healthcare heroes, Um, and uh, I just want to thank. They've been through a heck of a lot for nearly two years now and working around the clock, and so some of these steps are to try to take the burden off of them, and I want to thank you know, uh, you know, the hospital for partnering with us. And I want to, uh, you know, really recognize all the folks that are standing behind us, the, the uh, nurses and the doctors and the other healthcare professionals, along with the members of the guard, our team at the health department, this incredible team effort. And uh, everybody's just trying to get through this pandemic together. Well, you know, this is, uh, you know, just part of the overall effort. I mean, I, I don't know what the total amount that we've been able to spend, but it's a lot of uh, both state and federal dollars that we've invested. Uh, great partnerships with private sector, with some of our hospitals. Uh, you know, UMS in particular, who's a part, this is a part of the system here, uh, Shore Regional, and uh, it's uh, you know they've they've done a number of them. But all the, all of our hospital partners, private sector folks, our pharmacies, and it's uh, you know it's all we've used federal dollars and state dollars. But there's also also a lot of other people that have invested a lot of money in keeping people safe. So It has nothing to do with. Uh, The announcement this morning, which I didn't see yet, but from what I can tell, uh, they they announced that they might be doing it, but not really any details. And it's sort of like, you know, they also said there were going to be 500 million rapid tests, but we haven't seen any or gotten any detail on it. So um, I don't know when that's terrific news, if it it happens and when it happens, but we'll be distributing our 20 million masks before that happens. It started this morning, they've made incredible progress, and I think it's going to be open uh, Seventeenth, yeah, should be fi- completely finished and operational on the seventeenth. So we're going to try to get all of them open as quickly as we possibly can. Uh, but yeah, this I give a shout out to the team here that actually was working on building the, getting the site up. Uh, yeah, I, I thought when I came I might see uh, a few uh, you know pallets sitting in the in the uh, parking lot here, but uh, they they already they're already pretty well along.